Hey everyone, thanks for joining Next Best Customer. Really excited to have Eric Kostelnik, the CEO of Postal.io on today. And we really dive into you know, all of the ways to create leads, do outbound marketing, have a good customer support model that are offline. So Postal.io is this really cool tool that integrates with you know all your other sales enablement and CRM tools and helps you do things like send letters. Uh, send packages, just create a better experience and do something that's different than just pushing send on hundreds of emails every day. So with that, let's jump into the show. So hi, everyone. It's Blake Johnson with Next Best Customer. Really excited to have Eric Kostelnik, founder and CEO of Postal.io on. Eric, how's it going? Great, man. How are you? I'm doing awesome. Thank you so much for joining. I'm, I'm really excited to dive in and, and one, learn a little bit more about Postal, but uh, your team is solving an issue that uh, we live in the sales development and marketing world and we struggle with it kind of every day. But before we jump in, we'd love to just get a little bit of background on you, know, you your experience and, and the company. Yeah, absolutely. Um, thanks again for having me on. I, I love the show. I listen to it a lot. Um, so we, um, yeah, so I've been in sales for 20 years. Um, I've sold everything from, you know, power tools to cars to HR software um, and, you know, now founding software companies. Um, so this will be my fourth startup uh, in the in the technology startup realm. Um, and really, you know, throughout my whole experience in, in the sales world, everything from being an individual contributor and SDR to, you know, being a leader, it just seemed to me that all of this, you know, this world of digital uh, engagement when it comes to sales and marketing, you know, every single tool in the world was was leveraging emails and phone and text message and LinkedIn. And um, we kind of forgot about what is personalized and what human touch does to a sales cycle and pattern interrupt when you're actually doing things offline. And when I found that all the things that were happening offline, you know, that either went through marketing closets or actually went through handwritten notes or gifts sent by sales reps. I didn't feel like there was a platform out there that was a good representation of how do you build a scalable process that can integrate into the exist existing workflows and systems that actually managed all of the offline engagement. And, and that was the idea for Postal. And that's, um, that's why we're rolling on this. That's awesome. It's fascinating. So, the as I think of the evolution of where I my team spends most of their time is the inside sales and you know top of funnel marketing world. Yep. You know, to your point, uh, five years ago you could get a lot done with email only. Uh, email every day, in my opinion, it just keeps getting more and more difficult. Uh, phone is still fairly consistent, depending yep. on your ICP and who you're going after. But for our team, like we make all of our money in the custom follow-ups and custom things we do once we see people do things, Yep. right? If we see people are opening, if we see people are responding to emails, clicking on emails, you know, telling us to call back in two weeks, like that's really where you make your money. And uh, so we dove in and started doing handwritten notes like a, a year and a half ago. We would kick all campaigns off with it and it was just an immediate yep. jump. Um, but we could never automate it, right? Like, uh, you know, you could try and automate it to some extent, but it was a complete disaster. We had to hire VAs to help. I mean, it just, it, it turned into quite the issue. And so yep. it's a big problem you're tackling, uh, you know, but I, I absolutely love it. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's, um, 
it's it's that whole personalization and automation uh, challenge. We, as salespeople, you know, want to do as much work as we possibly can in order to generate our pipeline and drive business and hit our quotas. But at the same time, we know that the personalization type of things that we do, and 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 really with a with you know your own personality coming across to their own targeted you know your own targeted customer and what they care about that is extremely important and so automation meets personalization is, is such a challenging thing to bring together and for me it had everything to do with how email used to be personalized but then you know, after all of the email automation softwares that came out, like, you know, it started with Marketo or, um, or Eloqua, and then it kind of moved through HubSpot. And, and all of a sudden, it became so easy to send these personalized emails at scale that be, they became unpersonalized. Um, right. And advertising became very easy to do. So everybody started advertising and doing remarketing and retargeting and all of these different aspects, ebooks. And all of that became very scalable, meaning that everybody relied on digital, everyone. And now there's 125 billion business-to-business -business emails sent a day. So you can imagine the amount of critical mass that now we've reached that we all forgot about what got us there in the beginning, and that is the personalization. So for us, you know, being able to now scale the personalized handwritten note and scale the gifting experience and provide a personalization just like email automation and marketing did at the beginning, now you're going to have this other wave of offline engagement now that your business can use just like your email marketing. And we're not inventing this from new. B2C companies have been doing an amazing job with this, right? You're on you're on Instagram or you're somewhere online. Next thing you know, you click on a, on a buy button and you don't go through and next thing you get a catalog in the mail. Like my thought was like, why is this not happening in the B2B world? Why am I not getting something from Salesforce if I'm a HubSpot customer and I'm on their pricing page and I automatically get an email? Why can't I get an automated personal note from that rep at Salesforce that, you know, that is trying to prospect me? And for me, for me it, was, it had everything to do with take everything that was amazing about email and marketing automation, sales automation, and then take everything that was, that was great about your, your offline engagement and bring those together in one platform and now build a technology around all of that and give give reps and, and sales and, and marketing folks the ability to do this at scale now. And that, that's what Postal really is. Yeah, I, I've had a, f a few funny aha moments around personalization. One of which was uh, I, I was in outside sales and was taking 200 flights a day, right? Yeah. I, I quit the job uh, and 200 flights went a and, day or no, a year, no, no, a no, year. no, 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 200 flights a year. Um, yeah. <laughs> you were busy. This is very busy guy, short flights. Um, so I, I quit, quit the job and went and did a startup and like Delta never contacted me. And I was like, yeah. so confused by it. I was like such a missed opportunity just to say like, what happened? Did in this instance, like I didn't get upset and go to United I just ended up quitting my job and, and doing something else. Right. And so, but it was such an aha moment of like tens of thousands of dollars just left and nobody knows and nobody cares because nobody can kind of see all the data and, and help to make, make those decisions. And there's just, there's times when you go through a B2B buying cycle and you're like, you know, there's so many opportunities that when a rep just does the little things, like so many enterprise deals come down to one little thing or this totally or agree. that. Yeah. And you're a $10 gift card away from winning a $100,000 deal and you just don't know it. You know, I, know. I mean, they're just, 
it's crazy. Um, a, a, a couple of things I'd love to get your perspective on, because sure. I've seen from a, you know, thinking gifts, gift cards, there's so many different approaches. Yep. Um, is there one that your team is seeing or one that you're seeing as like a trend that more people should be doing, right? Like whether it's highly personalized gifts or gift cards or, or anything else, is there just any, any that stick out to you specifically? Yeah, and and this is a huge one. So just just to give you a, a quick background on on postal. So we, you know, this was an idea that I had that I've been culminating for a few years now, and we 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 started operating as a business in August of last year and looking to build the product. And uh, we we were able to raise capital right off the bat from from Mayfield Fund, who was early on Marketo. They're the outreach IO found um, uh, in early investors, and they saw this massive opportunity, right, of saying, hey there needs to be a Marketo and an outreach for the offline. And so we got, you know, we had good right, we had good relationships, we had good track record. We raised our million, $9 million seed round. And basically we raised that round for, for one primary reason. And that is we needed to make sure that direct mail like gift scaling gifts and like you know gift cards there's companies that can do that but scaling direct yep. mail and all of the gifts and all donations and building a marketplace kind of like an amazon of all mm -hmm. business to business stuff was really interesting but the direct mail piece as easy it is as it is and as cheap as it is had not been solved so for me it had everything to do with like why is sending a, a postcard, you know, with your company brand that is, you know, branded to Blake, if I'm selling Blake, with some handwriting that is good AI handwriting in there that's personalized, just like an automated email might have, or you have the ability to super personalize it, not have a templated message mm -hmm. and just write something. Why had, why had that not been scaled yet? The way email had. And so for me, I think the biggest missed opportunity is just leveraging direct mail like quality direct mail f through whatever platform, just to start your you know, handwriting yourself, just like you guys do. But after mm -hmm. you start seeing that work and how do you scale that? And you know, Postal really is that, that platform that designers can come in that are part of your organization. They can create your own customized direct mail inside of our platform. You can choose or you know, choose your AI handwriting that is built into actually off of people's fonts that work at Postal. If you're an enterprise client, you can create your own handwriting inside of the application itself. And then you can start personalizing it and tracking all of that activity across your sales funnel. So like where people think that like a $10 gift card might be the best route to, to, to land this client or you send them a, a really nice bottle of wine or something, that might not be the case. It might right. just be that they wanted something from you that felt that they could touch, they could feel that was personal, that was in sequence, in that workflow of you trying to address them as a customer or as a prospect and then through that funnel. And the way that I look at it is that, and you were talking about top of the funnel, it's like, okay, what does top of the funnel look like? You have all these marketing activities that happen that bring in all these inbound leads and you have your outbound strategy that you do. So direct mail fits really nicely in the top of the funnel where you can send out a hundred gift, a hundred postcards, to 100 of your top you know, customers that'll all be personalized to those individuals with your branding on it, with a QR code that goes back to your meeting request, right? That's what you can do that right now through Postal. That costs a dollar a piece. And right. the, the, open, the open rate's 90%. We know that that person's getting it. We verify their address in the system and they get it, right? And they, they read it like, oh my God, I got something from this guy that's been emailing me. 
that I've been closing his emails and not responding to or not responding to you know, phone calls or LinkedIn messages. And then after they get into the funnel, then it's like, yeah, you know what? That was a part of that process. Maybe it was part of your outreach, outreach sequence, right? It was like phone, direct mail piece. Next thing is like you get them into sequence, they become an, or you get them into opportunity, move them into opportunity. Maybe during that opportunity, you're like, hey, I read this great book. Here's, here's a book, you know, and send them a book yeah. through Postal that's sales engagement, right? Uh, something like that, some, some book. And then after they go through that funnel and they could pop out a customer, then what you can do is you can just set an automat automatic trigger through Postal to send them a gift basket right away. Every single customer that comes on by, that could be a gift basket of, you know, uh, wine or, or coffee or whatever else you want to send them. And then you're actually able to see all of that cost and all of that structure and how that actually impacted your sales funnel. So you're so because our activity is tracked through all the systems, your sales funnel in outreach and your sales funnel in Salesforce is going to be reportable of, okay, how many people in this, this uh, opportunity funnel that I have received a postal from me? And so, and, and what is the impact from a conversion rate of those that didn't receive a postal from me? And I will tell you that it, we're, we're proving it right now. We're going to come out with data on it, but I believe it's going to be two to three X um, with from the top of the funnel down um, because of how personalized and how pattern interrupt that makes things. And that's what we're, we're looking to, to prove right now. One, take everything manual, put it in one system Two, get attribution to show you, Hey, this is increasing your overall uh, conversion. Yeah. When, uh, so when we would kick off campaigns uh, with a, postcard with a handwritten note it was always 2x like always initially like that doesn't surprise me at all we did a couple we've done some interesting things that uh uh with handwritten notes and i love that we could expand it past just a handwritten note but one of which is like webinar follow-ups so yeah. everybody joins webinars and then they just get hammered by vendors afterwards and it's like, thanks for joining this web. It's kind of like a bad experience. You've shared some information with them. And now the salespeople kind of hunt you down with three to four emails, maybe some calls asking if you want to buy when really it was purely an informational thing. Well, so we did the opposite. We had a small little webinar. Uh, we did zero follow-ups um, uh, via email, uh, via phone, but we sent handwritten notes, mm -hmm. basically just thanking them. And then they also had like a little uh, product sheet on what we were talking about, but no real call to action. And the amount that we got back was like, I don't know what the exact conversion was, but it was like 10% of the people reached out and either said, thank you. Like, just thank you for sending, totally. thank you for following up. That was unique or wanted more information. And so there's all these weird spots where everybody does the exact same thing and it's not that expensive to uh, differentiate even in the smallest way. Not it, that's um, it's awesome to hear those numbers because that is exactly what we want to give the world and the ability, ability to do that at scale. Um, and you know, a lot of folks, you know, when you, when you, when you started thinking about this handwritten experience and, and ensuring that like, Hey, is, is an automated, uh, so the automated and personalization, right? You're doing hyper-personalization which is the handwritten note, you know, and you, and you follow up and it's actually, you can see the indentation and yeah, that's going to convert higher than if I send the same exact note that's printed, but we, we, yeah. we know that, but is it going to, is it going to be two X it's probably not, it's going to be a couple of percentage points, maybe higher than what this, mm -hmm. what this printed is. The key is, is that, is it the right timing? 
and is it the right pattern interrupt? And for for exactly what you said, the the pattern interrupt here for everybody is that we're not going to be the normal follow-up with the outreach sequence or the HubSpot sequence. It's going to be something completely different. And I think salespeople, especially now with spam filters, like getting crazy good, like stopping everything that you're not subscribed mm -hmm. to, that it's going to go back to old school, man. It's going to go back to like, and by the way, conferences are gone right now. Business travel is down 95%. How do you connect with your people? How do you connect with the people that you're trying to reach? And you got to do that in different ways. And email is not going to get you there. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. So I think, I think you're dead on. And, uh, and for us, you know, providing uh, integrated experience and then most importantly, bringing vendors onto our platform that, that, that are, that are, having a really hard time with their foot traffic, like localized vendors, like Etsy vendors, or even just coffee shops down the street near local, local uh, town. We want to bring them onto the system so they can then leverage the B2B revenue that they've never been able to tap into. So there's, there's such a nice like ecosphere of it's different in a sense that it's, it's different than the current status, which is all digital, you know, volume, very unpersonalized to personalized at scale and now providing revenue opportunities, not only for our customers, but for our vendors and for our partners as well. So being partner agnostic and funnel agnostic is a very important piece for us. And we think that if we do it correctly and bring the right partners into our marketplace, we get the right customers in and we have the right, uh, the right vendors in our marketplace, right partners on the technology side with HubSpot and Salesforce and Outreach and SalesLoft to start, that that's going to create a nice little bubble for us to to create a nice nice company and uh, and a scalable business uh, through. So yeah, how we've talked a lot about uh, top of funnel sales. So you know the sales and marketing to try and get new customers. Uh, obviously, this is extremely applicable for onboarding process as well as with existing customers. Uh, is there a you know should the tactics be different or is it still just a point in time? You know, when you're thinking about doing this type of outreach with people who know you, who work with your customer support every day, you know, yep. what, uh, how do you think about that? Yeah. So the way, the way that I try to, and this is just like the, the sales operational leader in my head um, of saying, you know, the, I kind of have this like dichotomy of like, I'm super hyper, like automation sales operation brain, but then I have this very personalized, I want people to like feel and touch and like have an experience. And so with those two things, the thing that I, with your question, the media place I go to is I want to be able to, uh, to automate everything that happens post uh, close. So if you, and, and we built the system specifically for this. So post close, what should happen is immediately from there, they should get a note from the CEO, right? They should get a handwritten note from the CEO that's through our platform, should be in the hand, handwritten, you know, handwriting of the CEO through Postal. Um, that should go through with a follow-up gift card for like 10 bucks for, you know, coffee on, the, on them, right? That's just a welcome thing or a nice bottle of wine or whatever depending on what your, your average sales price is. Obviously enterprise clients are gonna be focusing on more, more expensive gifts, but sometimes it's not the cost of the gift, it's, a, it's you know, the, the timing and the message. So that, that's what happens then. So you can set up in our system, you can set up playbooks. And so playbooks are sequences in the offline world, just like sequences through you know, outreach and sales loft. 
you have the ability to then say, great, when that customer comes in, boom, they get that, the, the, the snow from the CEO and the gift card. And then in three months, automatically send like thinking about you gift basket right? That's 30 bucks. And then six months, three months out from the renewal, you automatically send a, a note from the chief product officer saying, hey, just thinking about whatever, right? Some executive. And then getting closer to renewal time, you automate uh, a, a, a note from your account manager just saying, yeah, I know we've been talking through this time and just want to say, we're thinking about you, looking forward to the renewal. Please let me know if you have any questions. Because those emails that you're sending probably aren't getting through at that point. So then yeah. you literally just, you just automated five touch points that would have cost and cost you a lot of cash and potentially taken a lot of time by going into one system. And then you're actually able to see in the renewal funnel what your postal engagement was post, post uh, close. So then it's like what your attribution rate is in, in, uh, in the post close. And, you know, we're very new in this, right? So we, we launched this, this product three weeks ago and we're starting to see traction, but you know, for us, you know, really seeing the different use cases that have come through has been super cool. I mean, like I know where we're using it and you should always be like to your vendors, like, Hey, how are you using this product? Like, Every single yeah. per, every single time somebody comes to Postal, they get a sample uh, gift email. They get a, a sample brochure that we have for everybody that we send out that's personalized from the rep. And then we move them through the funnel after they're done. They get a, a welcome basket and then they continue to get followed up on. So the, the key also is that we knew that was making sure that teams and budgeting was set up correctly. So very early on, we said, you know what? enterprise businesses or even mid-market businesses have all these different teams and all these different cost centers. So you're going to need to set up the infrastructure in this to where you can set budgets and teams per division. So if you have an SDR team, you have a mid-market team, enterprise team, you have an account management team, a CS team, you have your, your employee engagement people, your HR folks that maybe want to engage with your existing employees, you know, through, um, through tactile marketing. So, there are all these different points and each one of those teams can have a separate budget within the system or different, you know, uh, credit cards that are associated with them. Enterprise companies can come through and like set up invoicing if they want per system or per team. And so then you have just like your overall spend and we're working on swag right now and we're going to have swag vendors on. So we're going to be releasing in a few weeks um, our ability to, to customize and, and build swag content and then manage the inventory inside of postal as well. So then the market closet disappears, right? You don't even need a marketing closet anymore, but right. just do everything through postal. And so then it becomes a very like, like, it just becomes part of the business, right? It's like, okay, I, this is where all my offline engagement with my customers and my employees and my prospects happen. And that's, that's what we're, that's what we're working towards. Yeah. As you were chatting through to remind me, so I was doing some training recently with a customer of ours and their big account management team, right? We were just talking about LinkedIn, how to use LinkedIn, how to get introductions. Yeah. Um, and you could send blind custom emails and the likelihood of them, you know, responding to that is 3%, 5%. You know, even if you reference the existing, you could do calls. They're probably not going to pick up, but you should probably be doing those. You take it to LinkedIn, you try and connect with them. You send them a personalized video, like that percentage keeps going up. Like you send them a handwritten note or you send them personalized about the work that you're doing there that's customized that other pieces don't know about. Like 
once again, that number just keeps going up of the likelihood of getting a positive response or some type of response. And so from an account-based marketing perspective, I mean, it's just, it makes it so much easier, right? It's just, it's yeah. another piece that is just going to get you so much more and expanding into that new business unit or that geography or anything else, totally. you know, it's just so much easier. Yeah. And I, th I think that the thing that like held back people from doing it in the past is the cost structure. You know, we, um, before account-based marketing really took hold, uh, meaning that, you know, you had your SDR team that had targeted accounts and they would go after those targeted accounts and then convert those into, you know, opportunities, qualified opportunities into your sales team. That whole funnel structure, you know, that, that really has come about in the last like 10 years. Before that, it was just, here's a, you know, here's a, a, an Excel or here's a Salesforce, call everybody in this and, you know, leave messages. And volume was king. Right. Call, cold right. calls were king. You know, activity based metrics were like the king. Whoever's doing the most activities get making the most money. That certainly has shifted now. And we know that that's not the case now because everybody has access to those resources that allow you to do those things. Um, especially now with like automated voicemail and like all this stuff that's like amazing <laughs> stuff for our like our world we live in in sales. But just if everybody's doing it, then it's not going to be special. Um, and so I hope we get to that point because we'll be a billion dollar company by then. But, you know, if, if, if we can really drive the, the message that everything that you do in the offline deserves a platform, everything that you do should be scalable and repeatable, and you should be able to manage it. And this is the system to do it. Then I think, I think we're going to be at a good place and, and we'll be good stewards of like the quality of engagement too. Like we don't want people coming in and, you know, blasting, you know, we want, we, and like we have some like controls in place to help customers understand how to use this platform because very easily you could get into it and be like, you know, it's a dollar to send a postcard. It was not, you know, like the cost per lead in the, in the world of, of, of marketing and sales for B2B is, you know, between a hundred and 600 bucks usually. So, you know, it's, it's minimal cost now, great exposure, let's not overuse it, right? So the cost structure right. is decreased, but let's not overuse it. And let's make sure that we're uh, getting to a point to where it's personalized, it's in, it's in sequence, uh, and you're doing it in the right way. And I think if we're able to do that and coach our, our clients on, on how to leverage that, that it very, very well could be an integral part of that sales and market, marketing workflow. That's awesome. That's fantastic. That, uh, how are you guys solving the address issue, right? Like, yeah, I, great question. Know, you know, so we've struggled with it a little bit in the past and it's taken some manual verification of is this person at home or in the office, but what are you guys doing there? Yeah, so uh, we had no intention of launching during a pandemic. Uh, <laughs> so that, 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 wasn't, posed, that wasn't a part of the master plan? <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, if you just take all the risks of the whole entire business and put pandemic in there, I'd have been like, that's that's the last one. Why is this even on the list? Um, but it is what it is. We, we, we live through these times and we learn from them. Selling job postings in a recession, which I did, was pretty difficult. Is it as difficult as starting a startup during a pandemic? I don't know. Equal. Um, so that being said, I think uh, I I think that the the getting people where they are, like it obviously, you know, it posed a couple questions. And and candidly, the first question we had was, are people going to be okay with receiving business mail at their house? 
And that was kind of the first question we all had to ask ourselves. And even if our customers are not asking that, we, we wanted to ask ourselves that. And so then we started looking through the interactions that we have at home right now. And when you look at the interactions that, we, that you have with B2C companies that send you this now incredible, you know, experiential type of direct mail based on things that you're doing online, we thought if we could get there, that people will not mind whatsoever receiving this stuff at their house, right? They get, you no. get maybe what, like two to five pieces of mail a day. And you like actually enjoy going to the post office, you know, your post <laughs> postman, you know, they come by. So that experience is actually, we thought it was going to be a better experience and then getting pumped, you know, in, in your, in your email provide, you know, in your email account, just saying, oh my God, I'm going to throw all these emails out there and, you know, hopefully stick. So we thought it was a better experience than, than, than digital. And, but we knew that, that it needed to be, it, the quality needed to be strong and we needed to know where people were. So some people are working from the office now, some people are working, working from home. So first, first things first is that we t tackled the quality issue of like saying, okay, we need to make sure that we have the best direct mail pieces and the best providers of these gifts that are sent across. We got there, we've got great quality stuff. You know, it's, it's passes the test of, is this as good as B2C? Second was, what providers can help us understand where people are? And we found a couple of providers that we use inside the platform, uh, one of them being USPS that verifies home addresses for people. So mm -hmm. you can you know, put people into the site, you can verify their address where they're home, it's public data. Um, so you're able to pull that information of where they are at home. Um, and then the, the second piece is that we needed to ensure if, that if, if you had zero information about this person or couldn't pull their home address, that you could actually send things like verification emails to start to get that initial address so you can send the content over. And yeah, it's not the experience we had hoped for, but you know, really when you think about it and you want to engage with somebody and it's a high value target, if you send a gift email over and just say, hey, I want to send you this thing, you know, would you please put your information in it and then it goes to a site it's all secure and then they put their data where they want their shipping address just like amazon experience and then automatically boom it goes into your system and you know where to send that person that information so yeah. that happens on the gifting side of things and the uh, and, and the donation side of things um but it on the direct mail it's a little bit harder so we had to do like an email ver or a email verification just saying hey we're going to send you direct mail are you okay with this and if you'd like direct mail from us, you know, here's the information. I would actually have to say that like, we will start seeing that, that putting mailing addresses on lead forms and because it's so easy with the Google Maps feature now where you just kind of type in and it's a pre-fill on it, right. that is going to come back. And, and we've actually already started seeing because it's so easy to like start typing your address and just pre-fills and goes in that that's a pretty strong uh, lead generation for us. So we have sent me a sample on our site and like people have no problem like filling out their, you know, their information on their boom. And then we send them a sample and, you know, and then they get to have that experience. So, so yeah, so it's not ideal, but ultimately, you know, we've got some systems and, and partners in place to help out that process. I, you know, I mean, I'm curious around anything marketing and sales. So if somebody sends me an email and they're like, I'm sending you a package, I don't know. Like, it'd be interesting to see. Like, I could see that the anticipation of some of that and that converting. And I'm imagining most people are going to say yes, right? Like, yeah, sure. It's one extra, you know, like I, uh, 
maybe if you're grouchy or something, uh, you wouldn't. Well, people, but in in yeah. you know in that instance, you're also not wasting money on the scent. Totally. You know, so totally. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I kind of like it, although it's not ideal. I'm a book like fan. It, it fits. Yeah, I'm a book fan. So like you know, we've got all these books in the platform, and so I'll just you know I'll send. Uh, and you get notifications back when your gift's been accepted, right? So it's like, you know, that's that's part of your action as an SDR. You know to call somebody to, to get them on the phone when they've accepted your gift, just like another point of action. And so um, I had a, I had a lead today and it was, it was from a customer that I'm like, oh my God, this is the perfect customer for our business. I was like, I talked to our sales team. I was like, do you guys mind if I take this? She's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. And I sent her... Um, I sent her a gift email. She did. She requested a sample, so we, I had her address. But because I wanted something immediately, I went and I sent her a book and I said, "Hey, I saw that you came through. I'm really interested in in what you're doing, learning what you're doing, and to talk some strategy with you. Here's a book, and this is an example of her gift email. It's branded, you know, your business and blah. blah, blah. And then she, I saw she accepted it right away. And then mm -hmm. I sent. Then I then I I turned around and I sent her uh, a handwritten note on our brochure. To, to, to be there in six days. So it's a six day turnaround. And then now she's gonna get two pieces. She's gonna get a book from me and she's gonna get uh, a brochure with my information on it and you know more information about Postal and that's the experience I want her to have. Will she call me back? I haven't called her. And I, was, I kinda wanna be like, is this just gonna work? You know? Right. And you know, I, I, she's either gonna email me or call me because it was on that. But, um, we're going to be in good shape. So I, I like that experience is, is I think uh, is going to be a, a good one. I don't know where I was going. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's talk about companies that are dealing with no show rates and other things. Like once again, you're just, all you're doing is differentiating. Like the start to that conversation is so much different than the three other vendors that she might've reached out to. Yep. Exactly. Um, it's just, it's interesting. Well, it, this has been fascinating um like i said we've done some of this not to the level that you're talking about there's so many points in our business that we're going to be integrating and testing and and uh it's just it's it's cool right it's it's different than what other people are doing and that's what you pretty much have to do if you want to get people's attention so really appreciate you joining uh, obviously people can go to postal.io to check out kind of what you guys are doing any other places that you would send them or any other additional kind of background no, it's, it's free for three users. So this is not something that, you know, takes a you know, ton of, of resources to do to check out and start learning about. Um, it's a pay-as-you-goes account. So you come in with three users, you know, marketing teams, or you have a couple of people on the sales team just that you want to start using it. You can start configuring, setting up uh, your postal, and you can start sending stuff tomorrow. Um, so it's uh, super easy to get signed up. We'd love to, you know, uh, chat with anybody that has any questions on the vendor side of things too. So if there's vendors out there that, you know, want to provide assets uh, in our, our marketplace, we'd love to talk to you as well. So, uh, but we want to get you signed up, Like, We want to get you started, man. Absolutely. Yeah, without a doubt. I love it. It's, it's great. We have some highly personalized, uh, you know, type of outreach that we do and it just, it fits perfect. So very cool. Well, thank you so much for joining me. This has been this has been awesome. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right. Talk to you soon.